0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond Our Service. This is Steve O, and I am with the full crew today. We have got cousin Brian and the one and only Shiki Poo is back. Woo, he's back. He's
2: back.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, chick. Welcome back to the podcast, you dumb fucker. How have yeah, you been? Oh man, so good.
1: So good. Yeah, we had some fun. It was my first busy season in work. It was mind-numbing and soul-sucking as all advertised, so I'm happy to be back. Good. But yeah. Well,
2: than- I, you know, I, I'm happy that you're here, you know, to have the full crew, to get the full experience, you know, that our listeners have been missing out on. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, this is our first podcast with all three of us, so that should be, well, no, I guess it's technically our first. it's our second, but there you go. with all three of us as hosts. Um, there you go. Well, what have I missed? Not a thing. Um, <laughs> lots of sports have happened, but we don't talk about any of that because you're not here. And then right. um, you guys didn't talk I Had Super a tree Bowl fall. You had a tree
1: fall. Nope. That's where you went. And all had, I had a
0: tree months. that we tried to cut down and it went in the wrong direction and crashed into my fence.
2: Have you, have you not listened to our podcast? Shit. Uh, fuck no.
0: No.
1: <laughs> no. I tend, to, <laughs> I tend to side with our listeners or lack thereof in not listening to our podcast. Yeah. A tree fell Great. on your fence. Did you fix it?
0: Uh, no. It's still, it's still bent. It's a metal fence. So it's still up, but it's bent to shit. And so I've got to, I've got to replace it, but, uh, not anytime soon. Nice. Yep. That was nice. Brian got COVID and yep. dude, I, got, I COVID got COVID too, bro.
1: I just got over it like four days ago and it lingered for like two weeks. I thought I was over it. Yeah. yeah. I was like sick. Yeah. I was like, this is dumb. I tested, I was positive. And then it was like four days later, I had a fever at night maybe like the first two or three nights and then when that passed like my cold kind of like it it was like a head cold like a pressure headache pretty stuffed up and Mm -hmm. then that kind of subsided and I was like cool I think I'm good and then I was sitting there working and Eve was like do you like this candle that I've been burning all day and I was like what are you talking about (laughs) she's like there's a candle on our dresser we're in the bedroom she's like yeah the whole house smells like it and I was like I don't smell anything and I went right up to it, and I was like, oh, cool, I can't smell. And so for the next, like, seven mm-hmm. days, I went from, like, kind of being able to smell during the day to, like, as soon as nighttime hit, I just couldn't smell anything, and then, like, I lost half my taste. And it just lingered for, like, I lost two all of weeks, it. dude. I was like, get out of here. I'm not even sick at this point. You're just messing with my senses. <clears throat> so is it back now? No, I'm good now. I'm negative, and it was.
0: Well, no, I don't give a shit No, no, your negative. smell. But is your taste and smell back?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking. Yes, yes, it is. They're all intact.
0: Is it like normal? Because I've had a lot of yeah, guys that are... it's normal. That, or I've had... A, like one of the f- dudes in our neighborhood, he said it took him six months to get some flavors back. Wow. Like something was off. He's like, dude, I'm telling you, it's still not That here. was the weird Finally, like six months later. Like the
1: smell was one thing because you just... I couldn't smell. It wasn't like yeah. a, I can kind of smell. It was an all or nothing. The taste I felt like was more of like a deadening... Of mm-hmm. the senses, like I could taste it, but it was like everything was like ninety percent less of what it normally like tastes like, which is weird. weird. Yeah,
2: mine went total. Like I had, I had kind of what you had. I had one night of fever, and then had like body aches, and then woke up, felt better, and then like it was over. I was like, oh, cool, I feel better, and then boom, smell, taste, gone, one hundred percent couldn't smell anything, couldn't taste anything. And it took me like a week before I started getting it back. But it, it knocked me down to where like the week after I like, so I caught it on like a Saturday is when I really got sick that the whole next week I took off work, felt like poo. And then the next week I felt better and was like, oh, I'm gonna go back to work. I'm gonna be fine, dude. I, it, I, It took me like a week of being back at work before I felt normal. I've had that whole head fog thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, I've heard the head fog thing. I don't think I had much of a head fog because I think I'm permanently like that. Um, When you lost your taste of sense and smell.
1: I said it backwards. (laughs) Yeah. Good job.
0: My taste of smell. right at all. (laughs) Your sense of taste and smell. Did your colorblindness get better?
2: Yes. Yes, I could see much. I could see all oh, the colors. Did all I the was, colors
0: come back while just, you yeah, know, to compensate? Yeah, it was incredible. To compensate?
2: Yep. That's yep. badass. Yeah, I could see all the colors. I told my wife I was going to Home Depot to pick up all this different paint so I could actually paint the house because I, I was like, I, I can see everything.
0: Yeah, it's now or never. Mm-hmm. Good.
2: Yeah, it uh, was.
0: Yeah, Renee lost it, and uh, she couldn't. She lost. I don't think chocolate's fully she, come back yet for her. And she's a big, big fan of chocolate, so.
1: I think that's a, that could be a blessing her. in disguise, right? Yeah, there's no incentive. Yeah, that's kind of, she's like, there's I no don't incentive really care to, to eat, eat it chalk. anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'd be pissed I lost around, pounds. around Easter time when you got those mini Cadbury eggs that are so oh my freaking God. addictive. Oh.
0: Curse you for even introducing me to those. Oh, gosh. It was you right. that first I, I always, to was I like, always just feel shit. bad
1: when I go to the store after, and I was like, I didn't buy enough, and now they're not here anymore. I took it for granted. They're so quick to get that stuff out They're like it's not even the holiday anymore And they start like clearing that stuff out Stores are ridiculous
0: So uh, Let's see what else happened Yeah we had the Super Bowl New Year, Valentine's Day We didn't even do like a real Valentine's Day Podcast Because we just didn't (laughs) do it Uh, That was like our second
1: episode Last year wasn't it Yeah
0: it was Yeah second or third we um, talked
1: about what a, what a bullshit holiday it is.
0: Yep. It is. And yep. then we talked, well, we did a little bit because we, Brian told us the, the story of uh, when he was told by his wife that he didn't have to get her anything <laughs> and that was, so that, for it. that was a trap a trap, huh? because she got him something and then in front of his family, he's like, I didn't, or in front of her family, he's like, I didn't yep. get you anything because you Told me not. Is there to.
1: any chance that she's just got an amazing sense of humor and just did it for the? Nope. No.
2: No. No. Nope. All right. No. Fair enough. <laughs> no. She just smoked your <laughs> ass in front of the family. Yeah. That is brutal. The yeah. <laughs> Legit, dude. Like, I'm on, like, we unwrap presents and stuff, and they're like, what did Brian get you? And so I was like, I didn't get her anything because she said we weren't going to get each other shit. And they all looked at me like, you're a moron.
0: So, so yeah, that brings us up to fun. date, man. And uh, last week we had um, a country got invaded by a world
2: superpower. Well, so I wouldn't call him a superpower now, but I mean,
1: <clears throat> yeah, this they're
2: is, supposed to be.
1: It was pretty surreal when I first started watching it. I was like, I can't believe that this is like what goes on in modern society, like unprovoked. Oh yeah, like it's just like really—is this really what we're still doing?
0: So, have you looked into? And I haven't done a ton. Have you looked into like the whole history of the two of like Ukraine and Russia and all that stuff?
2: Yeah, I I did some. Okay,
0: then you can fill us in because I didn't (laughs) look up a lot, but I I do know. Did you
1: do any prep work for this episode? Do you want to go ahead and (laughs) (laughs) carry us?
0: but I do know that this there's stuff that came... Like, there's been more crap. Like, this wasn't completely out of the, like, left field, right?
2: No. So, it all goes back to World War II. When Russia went over, they took Berlin, and you had the Berlin Wall. Everything to the east of it was Russia's. Everything to the west was the, the Allies. And what happened was... So, then the Cold War hits, right? Yeah. And once we win the Cold War right then Russia got all these little like Ukraine Belarus um I can't remember all there's a whole bunch of them though Latvia that kind of broke
1: yeah the yeah Latvia the
2: like they all kind of broke away right mm-hmm. and they became their own countries well Russia has always had this like those are ours that is that is my territory and how dare you say that you're not a part of Russia? And so like they tried really hard to get all these nations to come back to Russia. Belarus is very pro uh Russian and I think they could they would join back up if they wanted to. And so Putin has always said that you try to join NATO, you're done. Like I'm coming for you. And this year um the but man why? of Why does he uh, give Because a shit? Because you're, putting, you're putting a NATO,
1: you're putting an, an ally of the United States in the West directly on the border of right Russia. Right on your border. I mean, at least Ukraine yep. served as a buffer, and then you had, you basically had Belarus to the north of Ukraine, and then Ukraine, and then that was kind of like a buffer to the West, where the NATO countries. Meaning, mm-hmm. if yeah. Russia were to invade a NATO country, then Article Five, U.S. would be involved in that war. So the way they see it is their border is shrinking if Ukraine becomes a part of the alliance of NATO. And I mean it's I mean it's mm-hmm. a legitimate security concern from their perspective is based off of Sure. you know.
2: Cuz then the US could put missiles and they could put a military base and you could you could put troops in Ukraine which is right there next to Russia and you could you could inv- invade hypothetically, right? Like the US isn't going to well, I don't know, not now but the U.S. wasn't going to do that. We we don't want anything to do with Russia or the Ukraine, right? And also, Ukraine has a crap ton of minerals and pipelines and oil and all that crap. Yeah. And so I have seen those uh, stories like that
0: of just the sheer amount of resources they have, like lithium, I think, and yep. stuff for batteries, stuff for. I mean, they're like the top. Ukraine's problem with joining NATO
1: recently has just been the massive corruption that they're still riddled with. They're just not stable enough and there's still so much corruption within their government that they're not as like reliable a partner as NATO wants them to be yet. What's really messed up about it is that I think it was ninety back in nineteen ninety-four, we convinced Ukraine to give up their whole nuclear arsenal with the yep. understanding that basically the US and the UK and like Europe would be an ally and be an ally to them. Without the actual assurances of NATO and Article Five, if you're invaded, and so now mm-hmm. it's like we we hung them out to dry pretty good there to give up those nukes. Now that we still haven't let them into NATO, and then now that Putin invades them, you know we're like, uh, I don't know what to tell you.
2: <laughs> it's pretty jacked up. <laughs> like we're, uh... I can tell you this though: Russia's in way more of a fight than they thought they were going to get. All right,
1: I'm glad you yes, said this you- because I don't buy that. Russia I oh, come Russia on. is trying to right? Russia is trying to surgically go through and capture Ukraine without destroying every remnant of their civilization. If they wanted to Is that
2: why they're car- carpet bombing? Dude,
1: no, they don't if care. they were carpet bombing they- Kiev would be rubble right now. Period. That's what they're doing.
0: No, they're not. They just I think they no, started they ca- uh, carpet bombing today.
1: If they did, that's got to be it today or yesterday. Really I saw yesterday. some
0: photos. I feel yeah, like it was today or yesterday. I, I
1: feel think. like their whole hiccup in this invasion is self-inflicted because they're not trying to destroy every key piece of infrastructure. They want to go in there and establish a government that is more sympathetic and pro-Russian. They don't want to go in there uh, and to completely destroy it, like when we went into Iraq and say whatever, rebuild. Like who cares? And that because dude, their air superiority alone, if they wanted to go in there, like it would be over. They're not doing a bunch of combined arms attacks here. It's it's crazy to dude, think they, that Ukraine could honestly withhold or withstand 80% of the Russian military might. There's no way.
2: Dude, their their military isn't what it is. Their equipment's outdated, their their are their armaments outdated, everything's outdated in Russia. They haven't gotten new crap, dude. So they're I, flying SU 27s, dude. Su twenty sevens were in when I was in in two thousand two. That was the height of fighter fighter planes uh, for uh, the third world countries, pretty much. Hey man. It was the Su twenty seven? Everybody's, okay, seen...
1: everybody's been trying to get rid of that. You seen? Everybody's been trying to get rid of A tens for decades now. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean the they don't. The A tens are badass. Well, exactly, but I'm back. saying you can't just you can't just automatically say it just because something's dated that it's trash.
2: Right, so, but also. That's what I'm saying. They've destroyed 129 tanks. They've destroyed like 29 aircraft or jets. And then I think 32 helicopters or something like that. Like they're giving them hell, son.
0: Yeah. So I think they are. uh, But have you started to hear and maybe some of them are conspiracy theories kind of stuff. But that some of these reports aren't actual, like a lot of them are propaganda by the Ukrainians. I, in oh, this day I and age,
1: how do you not see like live feeds so of these Snake battles? So apparently Snake
0: Island. So so apparently Snake Island, you understand that y'all both know what I'm talking about, Snake Island, right? Yep, yep. Apparently the guy told them to go real. fuck themselves. Yeah, those guys, apparently, supposedly, there it's now coming out that they didn't die. It didn't actually happen. And one of the dudes was like captured by the Russians somewhere else that was supposed to be, sta- that was stationed there or something. But again, Ooh. how do you know that and how you don't know that? I don't know. But then there's also starting, I did see even on, uh, I think it was, it was on, uh, it was on Dan Crenshaw, it was someone else's feed. Um, and now I think this was just an old, some people think it's just an old photo of like them training, the The Ukrainians training, but it's two dudes like at, like kind of behind, taking cover behind a building with two AKs and the AKs are very fake. Like oh they, really. They are, like, thin, maybe two fingers thick. Like the whole thing, and it's just one black piece. Like it looks like they're holding cardboard. At the thing, it's like, <laughs> the picture is extremely obvious. Like, oh shit, those are not real guns. And some people are like, no, that was that was like them training on like gun, like training civilians and stuff. That's that's just an old photo, I'm trying to get it ready for this. <clears throat> but it's definitely very. There's a lot of. Uh, it seems so tri- weird,
1: doesn't it? Because I remember, we'll see. hear me out, I remember being in high school, being able to watch live feeds of us invading mm-hmm. Iraq, and you could see in real time, like, all of these pushes. Why is oh, it yeah. in this day and age, you can't really see any single definitive battle, so to speak, of, other than just, like, an airstrike here or some arbitrary exploded tank there with no context? It's like, something just seems a little weird about this. I do I
0: agree. I think it's still happening. Well, I that's a hundred percent true. It's real. I'm not
1: denying that. Uh
0: Brian is right eighteen hours ago. Um although the numbers don't make sense, so it it doesn't it may have been more like a strategic carpet bomb, which is not <laughs> that a, is a not carpet a bomb. bomb. That sounds ridiculous. That's not carpet bomb. <clears throat> but it says Putin carpet bombed uh Kharkiv. Killing That's nine the and biggest city. injuring 37 as he sends a three-mile convoy towards Kiev. To 1.4 million people live there. If you
1: carpet bombed, it wouldn't be nine fatalities.
2: Exactly. Like, give me a I break I can see here, some guys. pictures. It
0: does look kind of like a carpet bomb, but it says watch video.
2: Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, a lot of the civilians, they're not in their homes. They're not like, hey, hey, we're out doing business. You know, They're all hiding underground in the, in the subway systems from what – I have been gathering. And if it really wasn't going on, you wouldn't have
1: 500,000 people fleeing. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to make it seem like I'm not, uh, that I'm, I'm saying it's not going on. I'm just saying just nothing makes sense based off the sheer numbers. And this aggregate total of military power Russia has that if they wanted to take this down, Without being so incredibly mindful of infrastructure and collateral damage that they wouldn't have just obliterated that whole country already.
2: They, they're not as that, strong as you think they are, though. That's what I. They're I not strong enough to as... just
1: take over Ukraine. Bro, they've been, they're like rated as the second strongest military in the world. If they didn't have the mm. worst strategy, there's no way that they wouldn't be able to take over Ukraine.
0: So have you? They're like number
2: five on military power.
0: Have you seen the pictures and the stories of the tanks running out of gas, chick?
1: No, I have heard that they're like it's a logistical soup sandwich for them
0: right now. (laughs) It is absolute trash. (laughs) Apparently, there's a video, an actual video of a dude who drives up to the a tank, and there's guys, Russians are standing outside of it, and he's like, "Do you guys need a tow?" You guys want me to tow you back to Russia? And even the Russians started laughing. Uh, I haven't seen it, but supposedly it is out there. Uh, The carpet bombs, I just watched um, like 25 seconds of it. Definitely not carpet bombs. If they are, they're the tiniest bombs ever created because it didn't, it landed, one landed in between two cars and they didn't move the cars. So I think carpet (laughs) bomb... This is, like, from a, like, direct, it's pointed down, it's like a camera on a building, and it is not a carpet bomb. Now, like, it's carpet bomb S, like, it's going, it's moving down the street, but, dude, it's not even, like, it's not even dislodging concrete. So, whatever really the fuck they're black calling- hats off? Dude, I'm seriously. It looks like a like a movie studio, and I'm not saying it's not real. I'm just saying it's very small explosions. Everything we say, we're gonna have to
1: preface. I know it does. We're not denying this invasion. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's not a
0: conspiracy. Damn it! I'm just saying. Well, I will send you the link. Let me send you the link. Uh, I'll send it to both of you. Hold on. It is. I think. I think hundred percent. They thought they
1: could just go in there with numbers. And that they would just, the the Ukrainians would just say, yeah, we're not going to win this, so why fight it? And then they thought they could roll in. And I think combined with the fact that they're not trying to decimate everything in the country, they're not using their air power like you would in a normal conventional war. No. There's no way that anyone can deny that because they would be absolutely demolishing the battlefield if they were using their air power in any sort of way.
0: So to be the middleman here, the intermediary, I think both of you are right to a point. I think, I do think, and I've well, found I agree the with one part of had. your point
1: then.
0: Okay. Half of my point. Yes. I think that uh, even the Daily Wire said that like some people have come out in the Russian side saying that Putin like actually believed that most of Ukraine was going to greet them with like flowers and was going to be really excited that they were there. And that just hasn't happened. And so I I do think that they, the Ukraine, Ukrainians are putting up a much stiffer fight than they thought. But I also think part of the reason is, you know, they didn't want to just demolish the country and also thought that I don't think they went in there with a ton of like force because they thought that everything was, it was just going to be super easy.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, to a point, yeah. But like, you know why would you amass 150 thousand troops at the border with, be I mean, like you said, like Chick said, 80 percent of your military force at the border of Ukraine if you didn't expect a fight to come?
0: I think intimidation of like what could ha- what could happen, and just like now they're moving in the, that three mile convoy of troops. Like now they're actually bringing in a legitimate amount of troops. Um, but they, I mean, still you've
2: got to give you got to give the Ukrainians a lot of credit. I mean, they're fighting off, like you said, Chick the you know, number two, I think they're like number five military power in the world now. And basically they're fighting. I mean, they, they have aircraft and they have anti-tank and they have all that crap, but a lot of it has to come down to boots on the ground. And, you know, I was talking about this with a a coworker of mine that you can't, like you you can't take over a country without putting boots on the ground. Like you can't just bomb them into submission. Hitler tried it in world war two with London. Didn't happen. Like, you've got to put boots on the ground. And I think that's where they're getting the stiffest resistance. They didn't think they were going to get right. And I can't, like, I can't imagine we were all three of I I don't know about you shake, but I know Steven was, and like I was raised on guns. Like I was raised shooting guns and I cannot imagine handing someone who's never touched a gun in their life, a fully automatic AK 47 going, Hey, have fun. Like, yeah. You know, like, what, what's the first thing that's going to happen in combat? You're going to get a jam. They don't know how to clear a weapon, you know? Dude,
0: <laughs> have, have you seen all the memes? The oh, I wish I would. I need to save it. I need to go find it. It was basically a post that they took from the, like, the Democratic Party, official Democratic Party site or something uh, of 2016 saying that, there's absolutely no reason for anyone to ever need to own a like a semiotic rifle or whatever that it's just insane and people who think that that you live in a world um like some kind of crazy-minded world or something and then it says and like the other day they posted on the same account like congrats that the government of ukraine is handing out guns to anyone willing to fight and you know, great for them. They're so awesome for standing up to Russia. And it's like, you know, all I can, it's yeah. To tie into that. And this is all I
1: could think about when I watched that. And I was like, I'm so jealous of like the sentiment around the Ukrainian country because Mm -hmm. they are like their line between freedom and tyranny and democracy and communism is so thin that their willingness to fight for that freedom is something that our generation and so many generations in America have never had to even come close to confronting. They don't actually understand for a second that so many people around the world do not have an innate right upon birth to the freedom of democracy. And to think like, I, I think we are so far removed in America of having that sort of self sacrifice because we have, like, it, it is, it's ingrained in us that all of this is just a God-given right upon birth. And that's all I kept thinking about was like, man, this is like probably what, like, watching the Ukrainian people, that's inspiring as shit. Because they're probably what Americans used to be like to get yeah. to where we yeah. were. And it's like, wow, that's oh, so God. refreshing to see them, to, to stand in the face of evil and say, like, no. No, it doesn't matter. This is worth fighting for. And it's like, wow, when's the last time yep. any of our generations here have had to actually face that at home?
0: Never. Never yeah, at home. It's the founding. The well, I mean, alive. at home,
1: you're, in World War II, it brought us into World War II.
2: Right. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm but that was okay about now. the like last mainland, generation, Like a you know? mainland attack? Yeah. Like we've never, like we will never, as long as you have the Second Amendment. I wouldn't say we will never, have, my friend. Because we are getting weaker
1: and weaker.
2: (laughs) I'm just saying, with the Second Amendment, like, you're, like, they're handing out guns now to the Ukrainian. Like, they didn't have guns. Here, have some. We need to fight. We're already, we already have everything. Like, we're not everything, but we have a crap ton of guns. And for an invading army, for one, we're isolated, if you think about it, like, who's going to come up from South America? We have great, I can say we have great neighbors, but we have good neighbors that aren't going to like, like Russia and Ukraine. They're not going to go, Hey, I want in, give me your shit. Like, they're not going to do that. Right. Um, but if they did, I mean, you look at in world war II. that the Japanese admiral hit it right on the head. He said, there will be a a gun behind every blade of grass. Like it would be logistically a nightmare to invade us. And the casualty rate would be through the roof for your troops.
0: I do agree with that. I think uh I I think the what I'm trying to find it to see, but I've I've heard it over and over and I don't I wanna know I think we're like if you counted just the gun population or the amount of our population that owns guns in the United States, isn't it considered like the top ten? Isn't it like tenth or something, or like thirteenth, or somewhere around there, like sized army or military in the world? Number one. Oh, just if just, you counted just, all our just guns,
1: civilians. You're no, talking about just civilians, just civilians, civilians who have guns
0: would be the yeah. equivalent
1: of the tenth largest military in the world. Yeah, that's what you're saying.
0: It's yeah. it's something like that. It's something pretty large, like it's pretty high up in the number, just because the sheer amount of people who own guns in the United States. So you're absolutely right. If that's the case. It doesn't matter what country you are, how powerful, even it doesn't matter to a point like you said, you're going to have to bring in ground troops at some point to invade especially the United States because yeah. it's so big and spread out. But you do have to take that into to that, account dude. that is definitely I would never a
1: deterrent get to that though. There's a reason, dude. We already set we already set the terms for the, like massive war of attrition with superpowers and it's called nukes. And we've already yeah. used it, so it's like it's never going to de- devolve to that situation again.
0: But it would be awesome if it would. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. Because I have said this for like a, a while now. You're a, monster, a joke. Dude. <laughs> but I kind of think it's not the nuke part. But I, no. I, no, no I do think no that it. our country needs to be invaded a little bit. No, I think our population Agreed. just needs a, just a smidge they need to be reminded just how unbelievable we have it here. Yes.
2: How you're, else do you how else ab- do, you do you're it? You're
1: absolutely insane for saying that.
2: I will say this. I went to the battle of Franklin, which is an old civil war battle in, in Franklin, Tennessee. And I saw things that made me just cringe at the fact that people want another, another civil war, or anything like that, where you saw a whole side of a building was just covered in bullet holes. And that was just one wall of one building that that battle stretched for two miles. And 10,000 people died within 48 hours. Like, that is insane. With muskets and basically hand-to-hand combat. That's
1: all I can think about when you talk about civil war and I'd be like, what a nightmare just to reload.
2: Like God every Almighty.
1: part of fighting back then would have been such a nightmare in my own millennial way. I'm like, God, it, how annoying would it be to take a minute to reload one bullet in a stupid gun? Those guys were insane. Well, that's what they say, insane it, what they were able to do.
2: Yeah. Well, they would time? say too that like Ugh. you could get, You'd get your one volley off and then you would basically sprint to the enemy and get into hand to hand.
0: Not to mention those guns are like thirty pounds of wood. I would be I would just be fire and forget. Boom, you reload that. (laughs) Run away.
1: Get the hell out of here.
0: I just throw the gun down. I don't want to that weigh me down and just run, get like just take the bayonet by itself. You don't need a forty pound (laughs) rod with you.
1: No, it's pretty wild, though. I, think, I, I don't know if, like, Putin is dying or what, but...
0: Have you heard those? Have you
1: heard yeah, that Yeah, I've heard a lot of people saying, like, he is not well, he's not rational, coherent. Like, I mean, yeah. I think it's obviously playing out that way, but I wouldn't be surprised if his days are just numbered. And he was just like, I'm going for it.
0: Dude, some, if that was some the people case. saying that his, his mental state is not stable. And that's why he's he just all of a sudden like became super obsessed with yeah, syphilis, the, man like the Soviet Union It'll again. Get you. It's gotta be syphilis, yeah. right? It's gotta be. <laughs> that's why I, was yeah.
1: I mean, that's why we keep having war. These tyrants get syphilis and then they just attack everyone.
2: All those concubines, man. Yeah. You just you never know what's gonna get you, what's gonna come up, you know, 20 years down the road, and just oh, sorry. That one prostitute in Kiev really got you, didn't it?
1: I will say, 90% of the reason I still watch the news on this is just to see if like the, the corresponding journalist ever gets like blown away. Shh. Just like, I don't want to be the guy Ooh. that misses that on live TV. It's like watching NASCAR. You're like, is something finally going to happen within the backdrop of this guy's picture within the capital of Ukraine?
2: No, because they're so far removed from the battle. Like, I I read one report where the the people were like, "Uh, will you take all that equipment off? You're scaring the children. (laughs) Like, like they're not even close to the battle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you seen the lady? I think this one actually is real. The old lady that's handing out sunflower seeds
2: to the Russians. So that when they die, they will uh, plant flowers.
0: Yeah. So it's a, it's like a video. Of this old lady handing out like seeds, putting out seeds out of her pocket, handing it to these Russians that are standing there, soldiers, and she basically says, "Hey, can you put these in your pockets so that when we kill you, you'll your body will help grow sunflower seeds." What like, a weird what a
1: weird dynamic. Kept going because it seems like so many people still have like friends or family within Russia and Ukraine, like between the two of them. So yeah. like, how awkward must that be for Russian soldiers? Because there's got to be a good number of them who are like, wait, what are we doing? (laughs) Like, I have family that lives in Ukraine. Like, what what exactly has happened? Like, do you think they've just fully thrown just a a train of propaganda to get the soldiers to go along with this? Or do you think they're just like, I don't care? Like, I, I don't know, just judging by the U.S. military, as we all know, like, there's enough probably opinions in there that, like, the U S military isn't going to do just anything blindly if it were like to the level of this just, yeah, just no. naked aggression for like unprovoked.
0: So I saw somebody on Facebook today. I, I mean, I know who it is, but <clears throat> he said something, he was like as a soldier who was in Iraq or whatever, like I feel for some of these soldiers in Russia, like you, you know that they don't want to be there like that. There's such close ties and he's like, but they're there because they're soldiers and they're there because they have to. It's like, I mean, yes, to a point, but unless, no, nah, and maybe they do. I don't right? know, dude. But,
1: I'm not sure they do have a choice. Like, what? That's what I'm saying. No, I, they, they do They not.
0: probably don't. Like I, I was about to say, unless you have a gun pointed at you, which. They probably do. You might actually yeah. have a gun pointed at yeah. them. <laughs> but, like, that's, I just, it's, it's a mistake for people to assume that just because you're in the military, you're not actually brainwashed. Like, you can see things or be told to do things that you're like. Fuck you. It's the Russian people, too. I mean, a lot of people are calling right now for, you know,
1: to banish sport affiliations with not only international, you know, Russian national teams, but also like, I mean, there was a hockey player who was like, NHL needs to suspend all contracts with Russian players right now and stuff. And it's like, like, you can't just assume that all these people actually want this, right? Like I, I don't I can't imagine that well there's the majority of the Russian people are like, yeah, this this is a good idea.
2: There's protests in Moscow of anti war protests, and they're all being locked up and thrown away, but there are protests happening in Russia anti war. That's and that that's they wild, don't, they don't too, want this invasion.
1: That's a hell of a commitment to protest
0: <laughs> in Russia like that. Yeah. You're not kidding. So here's a, on the Daily Wire, this is a uh, text message, a screenshot of a text message of a dead uh, Russian soldier. Again, now it makes you kind of, now I kind of feel like a don't even know that war is real. But um, this was read aloud by the uh, Ukraine's ambassador uh, to the United Nations. And so it says, they're basically talking about, it's him and his mom and she's like why has it been so long since you responded are you really in training exercises asked the mother And killed soldier moments before yeah, it was killed it says mom i'm no longer in crimea i'm not in training sessions where are you then papa is asking whether i can send you a parcel what kind of a parcel mama can you send me what are you talking about what happened mama i'm in ukraine i'm in ukraine there is a real war raging here i'm afraid we are bombing all the cities together even targeting civilians. We were told that they would welcome us and they are falling under our armored vehicles, throwing themselves under the wheels and not allowing us to pass. They call us fascists, mama. This is so hard. And then he was killed. Yeah. And they found the phone. So I do think that there's a disconnect. I mean, there you've seen like there's, there's protests going on in Russia to stop the war, to stop the invasion. Like, I don't think that a lot of these guys are on the same page at all. Compared no, to high ups,
2: And see, I heard a report where they were saying that these Russian soldiers were told that they were going to a training and during the bus ride there or whatever, they had their cell phones taken, which they said was not of, you know, out of the norm because some of these are really long. They want top secret, blah, blah, blah. And then they just showed up at the Ukrainian border and like, here, go to war. So... I don't yeah. think it was. I don't think it was very well planned out. Like you, like you were saying, Chick. I don't think. I mean, logistics, like you said, is a soup sandwich over there, and I think a lot of these Ukraine or the Russian soldiers didn't even know they were going into battle. Like they, they hadn't mentally prepared themselves. I don't think.
0: Yeah, when that's asked,
1: pretty messed up on like a whole nother level.
0: <laughs> what asked? What <laughs> yeah. purpose they came to Ukraine? The soldiers gave varying responses while suggesting they had been lied to and tricked into it. First Russian said, uh, for training, we were cheated a little, so that's how I am here. A little. You're totally screwed, buddy. Second Russian replied, for training, I was sent here by my commanders. Third soldier said, we were told we were being sent for training at first, but we were put on the front line. People were demoralized and didn't want to go, but they said you you will become public enemies. We do not want this war. We just want to go home, and we want peace. Four soldiers said they told us that everything would be fine. We knew nothing. We were deceived and abandoned.
2: Yeah, which is probably why, like you were talking about Shik, like why haven't they just rolled over them? Because probably a lot of the fighting force doesn't want to right.
0: fight. Yeah, I don't I think. Don't
1: yeah, I'd that's actually. Real hard. I mean, that's an interesting thing because you're never going to hear about that until years after, from right. within mm-hmm. Russian forces, that there was just like legit mutiny against continuing the invasion. But, and it also seems like, like my goodness, like did they send every like new enlisted person straight to the front lines? Like, does that not seem a little weird? Like you're not talking about dudes who are, I mean, like they maintain strength wise, a million plus man, active duty military. Like what is this massive push to get all these enlisted guys like 10 days into the military straight to the front lines. Like, doesn't that seem a little precarious? Yeah, like that seems weird, doesn't it?
0: So apparently they're in talks with Ukraine or there's peace talks. How much longer is, do you think guys think this is going to go? Those talks are fake.
1: Nothing, nothing came out. Fake. No, nothing came out of those. Th- <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> everything's fake nothing came out of those I don't talks. The Ukraine is real I'm pretty sure they just used that <laughs> so that they could get gas to their empty tanks and just <laughs> yeah. like call it like well it's an operational pause because we're in peace talks it's like
0: mm-hmm. no While we see a bunch of Russians running around with big red gas cans everywhere Uh, Could you imagine how many uh,
1: tanks they're gonna ruin? Like just trying to put like unleaded gas from gas stations in those things. Like we, I did that. We had like a brand new Polaris like ATV in Afghanistan. Oh, okay. And it was like one of the only MoGas like unleaded things on the whole thing. Every Gator, everything was JP8. And then, of course, this thing was MoGas. So the first time it was empty, we just filled her up with JP8 and just blew the (laughs) engine up, like destroyed it. Brand new freaking Polaris, dude. Like RCO was so sad because he's like, I can't say anything about it. Like we're just going to have to pretend like it's good and let it rot here for the next five years. (laughs) <laughs> he's like otherwise i'm gonna tell him just put it in neutral and yeah. move it was like otherwise i have to go and tell him that this like twenty thousand dollar atv we destroyed within two days of getting it
0: oh my god
2: <laughs> it would be like your your wife like buying a brand new diesel pickup dude like an eighty thousand dollar diesel and they a put gas in it oh man
1: so Ugh. so sad so funny at the same time <laughs>
2: I saw one clip of a of a Ukrainian farmer stealing a tank with his tractor because it ran out of gas, and they just hooked onto it and just started towing it to his yeah. to his farm.
0: I did see that. Yeah, probably not <laughs> real though. That guy's probably not. It's a probably final. all
2: fake. Right, chick?
0: Hell yeah! I think he's a, he's probably not even a farmer, dude.
1: This is aliens. <laughs> like they are coming in here. There it is. It's it's aliens. Yes,
0: <laughs> it's got to be something to do with the aliens. Oh. I bet you one of their home bases, Putin is dead, taken over or cloned by an alien. One of their biggest spaceships is in the ground in Ukraine. That's the whole reason why they're invading. Makes sense. I mean, I feel like that's pretty solid theory. Rock
2: solid, my friend. Well, Rock anyway,
0: solid. so uh, we are out of time. What? Um, Chick, welcome back. Brian, welcome again and yep. uh, we let's do it again uh, same time next week and we'll see you guys later and um, keep our eye on Ukraine and keep everyone up to date because we know like usual everyone is coming to us for the news.
2: Well <laughs> hold on you. I think we I think we need to make our assumptions on how long this is gonna go. oh yeah, what's your bet? I'm saying. I'm saying it's going to go full-blown World War III, and I think we're in it for two years.
0: Jesus. Okay.
1: Chick? You're just trying to speak that into existence, my friend. That is just <laughs> absolute and utter nonsense. Uh, this goes on three more days. The fact that that Russia, as pure posturing has changed the the readiness of their nuclear arsenal means that the rest of the world is just not going to put up with this little charade much longer and like now i think you're now it's going to become to a point of there's going to be some swift intervention
0: okay, however so that ends being, up being but in, i don't think it
1: goes i think it's done in three days and i when i say like done, rushes
0: out in three yeah what is what is done here
1: or there's just the ceasefire or there is okay like I, I don't think I don't think this invasion quote unquote is going to go much longer than three days before some sort of resolution is at least agreed to because Putin's getting okay. wild man you can't go changing you know your nuclear posture and then expect everybody else to be like all right man because now you're not talking about just well, invading bro. a country on the other side of the world you're talking about you know, warheads that can reach our homeland. Like now it's not Mm -hmm. something that even Joe Biden can ignore any longer.
0: I mean, he can forget
1: though. (laughs) Yes, he can. He's done that.
0: (laughs) I bet you every day he's like, Putin. (laughs) Who's that again? Um, all right. Yeah. My guess is two weeks. I think two weeks it's all going to be gone. I think some kind of agreement will be done, some kind of ceasefire, and Russia will be leaving. And okay. The Ukrainians will be independent, and the aliens will have dug up their ship and flown away. <laughs> and Joe Sweet. Rogan will have one of the aliens on his podcast, and interview. him. We need to get
1: one. God bless him.
0: Just saying. God, if we could get one before Joe Rogan, that would be huge. I'm telling you. All right. Well, see you guys next week. Peace out. All right. Bye later. Bye. All right. End it. Drop it. Send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to
1: reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.